Hi everybody, welcome to our review of the La Coca Nostra album, a brand you can trust. This is the Classic Quest Podcast, the show where we break down the classic hip-hop albums track by track, giving our thoughts and opinions on every single song. And uh, this week, we will be doing that for La Coca Nostra's A Brand You Can Trust. This album is requested from one of our Patreons, Mr. Scribble. So that mm-hmm. is his request. Yeah. And that is why we'll be talking about each and every song on this project. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And yeah, we'll be your host as we guide you through our thoughts and opinions. But we also care about what you have to say. So feel free to leave a comment down below with anything that you want to share with us. Uh, what you think of the album, what you think of the review, anything good like that. Anyway, a whole bunch to talk about. So before we jump into it, especially thanks in advance to the patrons, this Milka Dempsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Prince, CJ Black, Hurricane, Linda Williams, and Coney Sparks and Scribble. Mm-hmm. Super cool. We'll touch on that at the end of the episode. But for now, I think we should get into it. Uh, we like to start off every episode just explaining how familiar we are with each album and the project just to let you know ahead of time because there's a good chance y'all is much bigger La Coca Nostra fans than we are so Bunny why don't you tell us how familiar you are with with La Coca Nostra well as like a group not at all um individually um because like I mean there's different guys in this group um I know some of them from like their 90s hits um but uh i mean just just that's it like just like their hits um and that's that's pretty much it yeah that's uh that's it um that you? okay fair enough i mean the members of la coca nostra are ill bill slain at this time everlast i believe after this project everlast ends up leaving the group due to complications with his daughter's health so it wasn't like a bad thing it was he was being a good dad and that's like big respect to everlast dj lethal is in the group so everlast and dj lethal being from house of pain dj lethal also being from fucking limp biscuit that's right one of the biggest bands on earth to this day Y'all might hate Limp Bizkit, but if numbers don't lie, and we were to believe numbers, there are few bands more successful than Limp fucking Bizkit. <laughs> they are really huge in a global context, because hmm. North America is arrogant. It thinks that the collective Canada U.S. population of under 400 million people counts for global music politics because it doesn't um anyway so olympus is pretty huge dj lethal is pretty profound i would say yeah um anyway uh ill bill i knew about just as a rapper because like he, he'd pop up I on feel stuff like we've encountered him before yeah and slain um i didn't Don't really think. know slain before it but i'll have to say this particular album i listened to a whole bunch uh, I, I stumbled across upon it at one point, probably when trying to find out what the fuck Everlast was up to, because I saw Everlast was rapping with like swollen members and stuff, and hmm. you know, Everlast I know for a, a bit, because like if you're my age, which is 32 right now here in 2020, it's a good chance you got a whole bunch of Everlast tunes that were all over the radio, like they call me White Devil black jesus you know that type of shit mm. or like i don't know what it's like what trash beautiful and all that crap and the country is shit but then there was also the house of pains and whatnot 
I'll be honest with you. I ever fucking listened to House of Pain. That shit came out in the early 90s. We haven't reviewed it. I don't know anything about uh, Jump Around. But every last solo career, I did uh, follow a little bit. Um, I also just know the name Ill Bill equals Underground Legend and Slain. I'll be honest. I don't really know that much about him outside of what I've heard through like Coco Nostra. But I remember putting this album on back in the day probably like 2015 16 uh when i discovered it that's my back in the day and i really liked it i really thought it was a brand i could trust um and there's a few songs i've been listening to now for a couple years um and i just like from the first time i heard it i just thought was i was ensnared with it uh but yeah that's all i gotta say about that um i knew this album i knew this album was a good album and so i was pretty excited to just review it it was like hmm i guess i'll go back now that i understand what the fuck hip-hop's about and check out something i've already listened to but like from a different lens because that has changed from when the first time i encountered this track till now my understanding of what makes underground hip-hop fresh has evolved to appreciate what this album brings to the table even more yeah um i like the the name la coca nostra it just or sorry, that's not the, the that's the group name, but yeah. but when you have that mixed with a brand you can trust, it's just like you know they care about the quality, they care about making sure that when I you think see so. that it's like, name, it's like when you see like a store or something says you know like guaranteed, like you know it's like it has that trust in them, so it's good. Yeah, and it just makes sure that like like when you see that logo that you're gonna see or their style that like of album cover that you're gonna know it's gonna be good and i know that like i remember one time i'm walking by la belmont in montreal and i look up and it's just the la coca nostra it's just there and their their album covers all extremely similar so you know it's one of that shit and you know it's gonna be a brand that you can trust uh so i thought that was a pretty good um thing and the cover is simple it's just like a skull like a dead gangster with some fucking guns ready to blast like you're going yeah. in for that real shit here it's cool it's cool looking it's badass like yeah anyway um the album starts off with the track bloody sunday so what do you think of this one um this one's interesting um yeah so this one is it kind of starts off like or I guess like we can just cover like the fact that Bloody Sunday is um, like a day when like a bunch of people got shot uh, that were protesting in Ireland in like the 70s, I believe. Um, So like that's what this is all about. And they're or like I think I don't know if all of the guys, but a few of the guys um, in this group are from Boston, which is uh, which has a heavily Irish um background like working class type people and like they're very um i don't know the word um (laughs) rowdy (laughs) um but also like good people and but they definitely stand up for what they believe in so uh that's kind of what that's you know boston and um surrounding areas and i guess um ireland as well so um this one is i don't know I'm being weird. You're giving me a weird look. Like, I don't know what the fuck she just said either. Yeah. That's, that's Anyways, where I'm going. Whatever. Uh, this one definitely sounds harder and more rock-like. Definitely not necessarily what, like, I mean, I haven't, you know, when I was going into this, I wasn't, I had no idea what to expect. So this was interesting. Um, and Everlast starts us off, and he's got, like, such, like, a, a deep, raspy voice. So it feels kind of hard. 
Um, and like they're all really good, and it's just like such a unique sound to like hear when you hear it. Um, and they, these guys are just like a, a group of like tough guys, and they're not scared of anything. And basically about the darker side of life, and you know people's behavior and all of that. Um, yeah, I mean this is definitely. I think it's more like the sound. Like was definitely new and exciting um, for me. Um, it sounds hard while still being like rocky and it's different from what we normally get, uh, for sure. So I gave this a four point two five on five. It definitely comes in hitting hard with the heavy guitars. Now, the first thing I want to point out is we're recording this immediately after recording our Bad Meets Evil uh, Hell the Sequel thing, where the first track was called Welcome to Hell, and Eminem sounds weak. He just sounds very dandy-like, in my opinion. Um, here's an example of hard when your song is called, let's, let's, let's pretend that it was called Welcome to Hell. Bloody Sunday, Black Sabbath, the Pope's a pedophile with a drug habit. We're all clinically depressed. They got us all manic. We keep swallowing they pills so we don't fucking panic. Yep. That's how you... That That's hard. Like, you know? And I think it's funny because Everlast and Eminem beefed. So it's like I just said Eminem's not hard and Everlast is. Mm. And this track well, came out, what, two years apart from the other yeah, one? Yeah, this came out uh, July 14th, 2009. I don't think we said that. Yeah, um, so I just thought that was interesting. Um, but uh, I like the way the guitars kick in. What DJ Lethal here does is really powerful. And I think, yes, the, the track might be inspired from the spirit of Bloody Sunday, but I think it's just a general fuck all to, like, corruption and the dark shit or whatever. Like, it's like a state of mind of painting, like, the picture. Because, like, yeah, that sounds like America, the way you started off that track. Um, I like to shout out to Psycho Realms and the house screaming out fuck love, six sided in the house screaming out fuck love because we got some Psycho Realm on this project. What's really cool is we got Sendog doing the hook on this one. So we got some Cypress Hill right up in this shit. Um, so that's pretty cool. He's got the we got the heat for the streets, the bag for the drop, the kid bloody blow at the back with the pump, the moving the shake, the moving the wick. Welcome to hell. The devil's here to open the gate. Mm -hmm. What I can tell you is that rowdiness is definitely present like these are some bad motherfuckers that'll fuck you up unlike what i got from eminem and royce to five yep. nine and welcome to hell where they sounded like some polite motherfuckers with some trickery and it makes you appreciate like what is hard well i think lines like you know the pope's a pedophile with a drug habit it's pretty fucking hard because yep. of the audacity of what he's saying um Ill Bill comes in in harsh too. They say hip hop's hanging from a noose like Saddam Hussein, but LCM make you jump around like House of Pain. That's like, cool. Fair enough. I don't. I don't. I mean, you kind of get the sense that House of Pain is is definitely present in this. Where's Ill Bill from? I'm pretty sure he is. He's from Brooklyn. Okay, so he's from New York. I knew some of them were from New York. I, I don't know. Big Left is apparently, and he does the next verse. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself. Ill Bill's proper. I like the way his voice sounds. Does he say a whole bunch that I think is next level? No, it's just kind of cool to listen to him. Every record sold its equivalent to Kokomi. Kind of like that, the idea that what he's doing is moving that heat, bringing it in with that intensity. 
I don't think Big Left comes back again, but he's apparently part of La Coco Nostra, according to Wikipedia. So I don't really know who he is, but okay. this is, was it. Um, I, I come from a place where the apocalypse is now Armageddon. Nostradamus called it. You are now with the Rost. It's an unwarming sight. Sun turned to God. God turned to sun. So, like, I don't know. He's all right. It kind of is vague poetry. It hits in. It's got an intensity to it. It isn't necessarily what they're all saying so much, but they're all rhyming really tight. Everything is enunciated in a way where there's like a focus on doing that rhyming thing properly. But because they're also not going ridiculously fast or being stupidly tricky with it, it just everything feels punchy. It just feels so hard hitting. Then we have Slain, who's also there. Um, I think he's, I don't remember where Slain's from, so I'm double checking that now. I. Uh, Slain is from Boston. So this one is from Boston. Um, that makes sense. He's got that fucking... They all look like these fucking white dudes that will fuck you up if you talk shit to them in the bar when you do look at these three uh, put together. Um, you, it feels Irish. It just feels Irish to yeah. listen to them. I'll give you that. Uh, but I'm a rebel poet. My words treated like it's contraband. I'm unresponsive to toxic critics and wants a fat, angelic, demonic, chronic writer, a haunted man, mongrel monster with the murderers on conquered land. And I really like the way Slane did that. So he's coming in, he's using his words as a weapon. He doesn't give a fuck about what other people think per se. He's got to come in and represent what he knows. But also just the acknowledgement that they're on stolen land is like pretty powerful, right? Like just to, how often do you hear rappers talking about native rights? You know, like yep. it's definitely something that seems to be forgotten about in a lot of the conversations. Um, overall like the game is getting me baptized we bad guys choose sides and use guys as enemies or allies la coca nostra is a brand you can trust to roll with a pack of animals with cannons to bust yep it just it hits there get the hook again and i'm like wow man all of them fucking slap hard all of them really like start this album off in a strong way it's got great energy i give it a 4.5 nice well let's check out get you by Gosh, I like this. I'm a sucker for this shit. <laughs> it feels like more instrument-driven beats. Um, it just feels underground. It feels like a political, serious tone to it. It feels like the emo in me loves it as much as the hip-hop head in me loves it. And I love that hybrid that almost... Like, it, it, it's nice. I don't know how else to describe it. It feels more new metal -y than, say, yeah. not. And I'm okay with that. But what do you think about this track? Um, new metal. That's a good way to describe it. I I feel like I never think about that. Um, I'm always thinking about <laughs> new metal, and I think it's cool that new metal's coming back in 2020. What? It's the new old metal. Um, so this is like, like they are trying to like spread like a movement or create a movement. Um, so like they're sort of like in their own way they're making protest music, and that's kind of what this is. Um, and like talking about, we've got like Slain and he's talking about like depression and like, you know, also struggling to get by and like, they all have like such great verses, um, like, and it's really cool and like really great flows. Um, I like Everlast, uh, like some of his lines, I thought they were really unique. He he's often has like some really cool stuff. Um, Dolomite, Cenobite, Canaanite, Fahrenheit, Satellite, Mr. White. Gotta light, do the right from your seeds to the block. Trooper with the future shock. Fumigate the paradox, illuminate the orthodox. And so I thought that that was like really like 
just so well done. And I like that kind of stuff. I like and like the way that they're flowing. It's just so cool. Um, I really like the the hook. Um, it's really simple, but it's um, definitely like motivating and like whatever. So it's it's um, hate will fuel fuel your rage. Drugs will get you high. Money buys respect. Love will get you by. So I mean, it's it's like teaching you a lesson that you know use your anger and your hate, and you know you'll you can get by with drugs and money will sustain you, but love is sort of like the the one thing that will really keep you going and so like in like this angry song you're having like this like like little moment of like light and hopefulness and love and like it's just so interesting um and it's just like the overall sound is really interesting i thought it was really cool and um i think these are sort of like you know these guys at this point are in their 30s and so like they're like a little bit older wiser rappers and so like you're kind of getting like that sort of um, you know, we've been around, like, we're gonna, like, teach you guys something, um, and you can definitely hear, like, that, like, heavy new metal, um, you know, in, like, influence, and, you know, probably that they're white guys, I don't know, <laughs> but, um, I don't know, it was, it was pretty cool, so I gave it a 4.4 on 5. I just want to acknowledge Danny Boy, also of House of Pain, is mm. also part of the Coconut Strip. And he's on, so only on like a couple of songs. He is, but he is also, from what I can tell, the glue behind the scenes, yeah. according to Wikipedia. Yeah. But I like this one. I feel like the beach is fucking banging. Mm -hmm. uh, the way they rap, it's just like, because like they each have their different, like Slane sounds like fucking aggressive, like he's going to knock you out. Uh, well, maybe not so much on this one, but in general. And Ill Bill is like a smoother version of that. He's kind of like an in-between. And then Everlast drops like this more deeper, more singy, melodic kind of feel to what he does. And I feel like this contrast just works really well because each of those voices pops and stands out like even when danny boy comes on like he kind of is less so standing outy but the other three are so distinct that it's so clear that somebody else is involved in the track mm. um but i really like the way slain does like this picture peeny stuff like i walked the hills i had to climb with these legs of my own my hard days and dark nights put my head in his own hustle for blood lenny left my wife pregnant at home we're on the television everyone is regularly stoned and what a fascinating way to put it like mm -hmm. yo my wife's pregnant we're out there fucking stoned on tv fucking living it up for sure but what's actually like happening yeah um and then you know it's like picture the future seeing everyone gone my wife is asking me is anything wrong i tell her erica everything is you better be strong america where i was born city blocks are where i was raised i seed from a land of the greed home of the craze and i like that they're dissatisfied with the american culture and yeah. the corruption of like the human spirit there and it's like this blatant assault like it's like he's considering i'm gonna have a kid and all this shit's happening what's this world that like I'm a part of anyway, but it just it just feels powerful. And then the way Everlast sings that chorus, that hey will feel your rage and drugs will. It's like a hook and it gets stuck yeah. in your head and it's really powerful. And the same way like what you quoted, it's like Everlast is just using his like like perception to comment on America while also being fucking fire with that shit, you know. And then Danny Boy just comes in, Everlast responds back, and it's like you know. Danny was kind of feeling like kind of sad you know I feel the devil in my eyes I see him in hell next to sniff and a cell death walking up 12 steps so it's like 
almost feels like he's selling some crack or shit. He's dealing with the addiction complex mm -hmm. of that. I live rock bottom when bitches that sell sex. This ice cold world has got me vicious and selfish. And then Everlast almost responds like, Danny, man, got a plan. Taliban out of hand, you know? But I don't know. It's just... It's just feeling like the bleakness of the American reality they're in. And then Dumper, Dapper Dan, Uncle Sam, bitch, he never gave a damn. So it's like on the opposite ends. You have Dapper Dan with his like fancy ass suits and underground culture. And then Uncle Sam, you know. Yep. And Ill Bill does his verse where it's like, I walk amongst the reptilians and leather skinned aliens on interstellar chariots and post apocalyptic gladiators. And it kind of feels more of that conspiracy theorist. You can't really trust anything. Everything's kind of fucked up point of view. And then he just flows on through. I like when he goes, take part in criminology like Raekwon, which I think is a cool line because it shows kind of their influence. It shows a, a shout out to like guys who have done this style of hip hop but come before it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I like how he ends it with, uh, where were, uh, listen kid, the day the nuclear missile hit, where were you? Probably taking a shit while the sky hailed mountain-sized comets and planet-shattering lightning, gigantic fragments of ice like what the Titanic collided with. Society is not civilization. Technology is Satan in the hands of devil worshippers that praise him. And it's a fascinating commentary on like, shit hits the fan where you're going to be at. And I think he's talking shit on people with their cell phones and their technology. I'm a huge tech fan, so technology is certainly not Satan. However, there are aspects of technology and marketing that is pretty fucking dark and ignorance to technology allows Satan to reign free. It would be an interesting and fair way to put it. But inherently, technology is fucking awesome. It's been like seven, eight thousand years of us using technology to allow our lives to be easier from the beginning of the first technological innovations. So tech is fucking cool. I like this song a lot, though. I gave this a five on five. I think it's fucking great. Um, cool. You ready to talk about Snoop D-O-double-G? <laughs> I'm excited to get into Bang Bang. Yeah. Bang Bang. I'm sitting there. And, like, she's reviewing the album. <laughs> With like, my headphones on, whatever. I've been bumping Bang Bang for fucking years, right? Because if you take it what you got, you got the Bang Bang, like, or Bang Bang. And, like, you got all these motions. And, you know, I, this song is totally designed for what I like to call white moms in giant SUVs to feel hard as fuck to. So I'm sitting there recognizing the kind of shit that this track is. I'm feeling it. <laughs> Bonnie gets to this track. And what does Bonnie do? I was not expecting this. After listening to, like, the, you know, when you're listening to the album and, you know, having never listened to the album or these people, um, <laughs> I was in tears. I was laughing so hard at Snoop's intro. Like, it's just not what you expect. You're getting, like, this, like... She was dying. Hardcore, like, metal. The, and then you get, you got to bang, bang. Like, it's like the literal <laughs> live like, version of Arno TFL. <laughs> She's laughing her ass off like this. Like, it, I was just like, this is so ridiculous. It just feels so... Not that it's bad. It just feels so weird and out of place. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, how did it switch into this? Like, <laughs> I don't agree, but, but... We come... As I, you know, having listened to this album in full, 
Um, I've come to know that you can't um, expect anything from these guys. They're going to always give you a but surprise. Like, but to be fair, even the transition for the first to the second song is similar, but they're not this the same. This one is like, I find it, it, like, it still works, but it's just... I feel like... Not the same thematically, feeling. Thematically, we're in the same ballpark. Hard as shit. Okay, mm-hmm. to be fair, the first one was more hard as shit. Second one is more pensive shit. Now it's about guns. You know, it's, I like Snoop, you know. I don't yeah. care if he's a cop. He gots the bang, bang. Jealousy is a bitch. If he, if he twitch, he's a snitch. Trigger finger got the itch. You gots the bang, bang. Yep, it's true. Oh, whatever. Snoop Dogg's fine on this. He does the hook. It's pretty cool. I have to give a lot of... A lot of people clearly respect the men involved in La Coca Nostra for the feature set that we get on this list. Something I did. So the first time I listened to this project, I knew a couple of the features and the rest of the names like honestly went over my head. The second time, as in now when I did this, I was so excited just on the features, forgetting about everybody, everything else that's cool about it. But um, I think like Ill Bill starts this off real strong. Like they say, the pen's like a sword right before my side of shoddy was born. Knock on their door, pop your entire mind on the floor, murder the usual clients just to gain the acceptance of a circle of super tyrants in a race for weapons. So it's like, on the one hand, you get the energy of the pen being his sword, his ability to come through and murk in people with his like writing. But on the other end, you get the more graphic imagery of busting through the door and blasting motherfuckers and shit, mm-hmm. you know? But then we get a little political. Most popular, of course, that AK-47 bought a dirty bomb for 900K in North Yemen. Then the idea of being able to go onto a black market and purchasing extremely powerful weaponry in places like Yemen, which currently has some civil war shit going on, if I'm not mistaken, as in 2020. Uh, we had a shifty face personification of militants facilitate pistol spray incredible distance behind the scenes of intrigue and the cold technology orchestrated chaos catapult fear in society. And it's just like, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, this is fucking great. Like, they're able to personify the darkness of a lot of that gangster shit and then do it in a way where it kind of makes it all kind of sound a little eviler and a little less ethical than what other people are like, you know, like, they don't make it sound fun. Mm. They make the whole entire situation sound fucked up. Like, seeds are planted, deceit, and evil sees the planet. You know, make your choice. Feed, feast or famine. So it's like you don't even have a choice. It's indulging the shit or you're fucked because of all this stuff. And then I'm like, like for a pop song that clearly sounds like a fucking hit, this is surprisingly political and and, 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 Mm -hmm. and like fucking hitting hard. Everlast is pretty fantastic too. Like recognize, analyze, mobilize, analyze the great white hope, Irish Pope being canonized, the portraits painted, about to get seen in any single kingdom you from, I'll reign it. So it's kinda like he's positioned himself like the fucking amazingly great white lyric guy. Mm-hmm. Um Hustle been tainted, the pot's been foiled, the whole world sold out, you all got spoiled. You know, it's kind of almost comes off a little bit like, I got integrity, y'all bunch of sellouts, I'm gonna keep that real. Is Everlast verse here the most amazing? No, but the way he raps every single fucking syllable is, is, it's like, he's one of those guys that can just say like two or three words and just have them roll off his mouth in a way where it feels like you're getting slapped each time. And he chooses language, I find, that just makes him sound fucking smart and deep, even if when you really think about it, some of it's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, Slain does another great verse um, I ain't here to talk it out Fuck a dialogue I'm an enemy You want a friend Go and buy a dog And I'm like Oh 
that's a great line like he's here fucking you up oh and i just like the idea of like i don't need to be your friend you need a company get a pet dog like you, you don't need me yeah i'm here to kill you go get a pet and then if the methods to my madness is idiotic and violence is a disease then everybody in my city got it and then it's like again that kind of notion of yeah my shit might sound fucked up to you but if you understand where i'm coming from it's got like a higher level of depth to it Mm -hmm. um just the satirical tone like i pack a bagger and i hang around my crooks who run across the country making money off the books i'm gluttonous and greedy just as hungry as it looks i seen they wouldn't feed me so i took it like a jokes give me that my eyes are you know and then he just finishes off his verse but it's it's like yes there's like this criminal element to it but it also you know what it is it's these guys sound like they come from the whitest hood right like it's still hood but it doesn't have the same like tone as other hoods, but it's addressing the same problems from a different lens. And yeah. I think it really pops off in, in a strong way, but fundamentally it's the same situations. Um, the cocaine makes my brain so strange, one up in the chamber that the bullets go bang. And I just like the fucking insanity that like the drugs make me go nuts enough to like fucking want to kill myself or kill you or, or just pop off like that. I think this song's great. I give it a five on five because I really like it and I have for quite a few years. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like, I, it is a great song. And, like, once I had, like, stopped laughing um, <laughs> at, the, like, the whole thing, um, like, it is really good and, like, it works. And it's just sort of, like, I just found Snoop just to be the hardest part, but still, like, it still totally worked with it. And it was such an interesting just like juxtaposition because you're getting like these like hard, angry white guys. And then Snoop's like, bang, bang. Like he's like, it's just like this interesting like mix of sounds and then it's cool. Um, but they're all super tough guys and kind of like dealing with shit. And basically um, the overall um, like feeling that we're getting or I'm getting is that, um, you know, if like you like, fuck with them or any of like their uh crew or whatever like they're gonna like bang bang they will shoot you do what they have to do it's um their way of way of their way of life and that's it um and like you you have to like really like like they're walking the walk and like talking the talk and like they are here to show you that they really are this hard and like that they're not just like pretending for whatever reason but um so i give this a 4.5 on 5 i i don't know i loved it what a song i thought it was totally random and i loved it and it was uh it was a hoot to listen to all right well the next track on this project is called the stain so this like feels like an everlast song from 2001 and then it gets really heavy when they start like rapping on it but Mm -hmm. Yo, it really works. Like, Everlast comes in with this deep, bluesy voice. Like, keep an eye out for your soul, girl. Don't let them devils take it away. All that glitters is not gold, girl. Hollywood is a dangerous place to play. You know, and then, you know, the second part is keeping out for your soul, girl. Because ain't nothing getting rid of the stain. The hills are dark. The hills are cold, girl. They're soaked in blood. They're draped in pain. And... You can imagine how these three hard white rappers have met a fair bit of ladies amongst their way. 
possibly with their love of cocaine, a certain kind of girl they've encountered, a certain kind of girl that when all said and done and you're now married with daughters and you're thinking about your life and you're considering the stain of your past and everything that comes attached to that and whatnot. So I think it's kind of interesting because I think they all have daughters or they all have kids at least. And it's like, you just feel like, we used to like this whole song oozes of yo maybe the way we treated women wasn't like the best and our daughters are gonna think less of us for this and that is really mature and fascinating from like a subject matter so yeah like everlast leaving like this like classic like yeah it's fun and you can go down that path but when you're done like you'll never wash it away you'll never get rid of the stain of what that life will like do to you yeah then Ill Bill like does the first verse and it's like her heels clicking on a black asphalt her beauty's a pistol and a passport which is an interesting point like this girl's hot she knows it it gets her everything in life and it's a fucking weapon I couldn't tell her nothing looking what her titties are uh, an ass bought you never asked what the cost tell her she, that she can't afford it next thing you know she, she gotta have it she can't avoid it champagne stream caviar wishes barely 18 with bad intentions so like this young girl who's hot wants the whole world going out there she knows how to get out there and get it and then baby take heed don't just laugh and stress the fact i'm into music bitches accuse me of using bitches you're probably that right but that guarantees it's the truth i'm spitting so it's like when he's trying to like even warn this girl or tell her what's up and she's like yo shut the fuck up you're in the game you just use women all the time you know you know whatever he's like yo i kind of i kind of know what the fuck i'm talking about and then gives her some advice you know duh uh, the only uh, trust nobody question everything the only certain thing is that eventually how perception is received the way they rhyme all of this perfectly I just I fucking love it a lot yep. and the way the guitars like pick up and there's like thunder and lane just like underneath the beat as it intensifies over the rap verses are really great um, dissection is, deception is conceived sex drugs decadence and greed you're my daughter I raised you to be a queen and now all of a sudden it's like this idea is flipping where this girl it isn't just like some random hoe it's like his daughter of that age dressing in this way yeah kind of saying the fuck you know about it you know you can't tell me what I to do I thought that was like really cool the way that he did that or the way that they all did that sort of like on this album where it's sort of like it could be anybody but it's particularly this girl mm. you know and it's their daughter so it's that personal but like they've also lived through it and like they they know better now so it's they it's all these different emotions and it's also just like the realization that his daughter is going to do what she wants but he can warn her all he wants, but it's pointless. Um, and I like how he ends it with, I take responsibility for putting you onto the truth, to the devils, the gods. It doesn't matter if you live in the rain. You can't wash it out because nothing gets rid of the stain. Then Everlast comes back in, all whatever. Then Slain does his verse, you know. The hills have eyes in the land of lost angels and skies. The lies are disguised, leaving truths tangled and tied. The fiends are awake, etc. He just kind of paints this picture of how Hollywood's kind of toxic and shit. Mm-hmm. And then he flows it into, in his case, you can tell it's more of a younger kid. Uh, uh, or I think his wife's pregnant or whatever. And this is kind of like him writing this open letter to his unborn child where in the event somebody clips him, his reputation isn't all that's left. It's like a warning saying, you know, I rose from the city, fell into the seedy side of the greedy. It's a letter from your daddy. And if I'm gone when you hear it, just a memory, a voice on a record, even a spirit. Just remember, it don't matter if you live in the rain and try to wash it up. Nothing is ready to stain so it's like he's using this opportunity to speak 
just in case, you know? And, well, he's still with us today. They dropped an album in 2016. So, I mean, she probably met him in real life or he. But it's still a good warning. Like, if you're a guy, be careful because you can't get rid of it. If you're a girl, be careful. Like, America sells this dream, but... Like, be careful because you can't get rid of the stain once you want to, like, settle down and, and be something different. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a really cool track. And at first, it was like, whatever, but it grew on me. And I ended up giving this a 4.5. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel like this is one that would definitely grow on you. Um, I think, I mean, Everlast definitely, he certainly sounds like a rock star or rock singer changed to hip hop. Like it definitely like you kind of have that kind it's of crazy because it's the opposite. He's like a hip hop guy. Really? Because well, he's House of Pain. Like right, back I guess. Back out in. Let me. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe into, it's just like so interesting. His sound. It just Black kind of devil. flows through anything. And so he like reformats into a hip hop blues artist guy and then. That's really, I mean, it's really cool. He definitely has a unique sound. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, same sort of thing. It, it's it's about telling girls um, not to fall for like all the glitter and gold of Hollywood, um, and for like the city, and to just be careful and to think things through and question things. And like this is like clearly like you know they talk about it. Basically, it's a message for their daughters and like for all daughters, I think as well. Um, but also like especially talking about like how California and like Hollywood can like definitely destroy your soul so it must be like that they're they were living there or are living there and you know have seen you know maybe have been involved with like you know women who have been you know hurt by the city or had their reputations destroyed or whatever happened um, there and basically I don't know. It's interesting. And I think that, like, if all these guys, you know, are, like, genuinely, like, in real life, like, they're all friends and, you know, maybe they would feel for each other's kids. Um, So it makes sense that they're all kind of, like, singing about, like, theirs and each other's daughters. Like, maybe they're, you know, you know, sort of like godfathers or something like that for some of them. So I think that that's kind of interesting that they can all kind of, like, feel this, this, like, similarity and, like, like towards their daughters and towards all women um so and i think it's just based off of like their own experiences and things that they saw and people they met and um things like that i imagine fair enough so um it's it's not bad it's good and there's a good message directed towards um younger women and not just like women but i think you know just a reminder that anybody can you know get caught up in like their dreams and like the like especially like if you go to Hollywood where like all these people are trying to do the same thing as you it's um it can be pretty difficult and hard and a struggle and you could fall for uh into like a bad situation so just to be careful and like just that sort of thing so I give it a 4.25 on 5. All right cool the next track is called I'm an American. I think this song starts off brilliant and you know we're going down satire land or criticism line. It starts off with JFK, womanizing asshole man of, he was a terrible husband, probably not a great, was he a father? I don't know if he was a father. Yes, he was a father. He was probably a really bad father from what I understood. Like, well, he was a really shit husband. I we mean. We can definitely say that. The kids, the kids were very young when he like was super young when he was killed. So. He, he was just not the best man for how good of he was so fake. He seemed like the good. He man. was just so fake. Everything about him was like engineered. So he's super fake. And then it flips into Richard Nixon. I must put the interest of America first. People have got to know whether or not the president is a crook. I am not a crook. 
We all know how that turned out. Yep. And then Slane kicks in with that, I'm an American. And then Charles Manson gets used. The United States of America is the demon of the world. And you know what's crazy? I saw this meme that was like pointing out who the world, like what each country in the world perceives to be the biggest threat to global like peace and shit. Most countries pick the USA because there's very few countries as scary as the United States of America. And they're weirdly enough in the pre-Trump era. In the Trump era, they seem to be doing yeah. less war. So everybody else, like Obama, was super into war. I don't know. It's just a weird time to be alive. Um, I'm a Canadian. You don't have to agree with me. You don't even have to like my opinion. What the fuck is my opinion on American politics? All I know is if they decide to go against Canada, I'm Team Canada. So why the fuck am I picking Team America? Anyway, I love this track so very much. But what about you? How do you feel about it? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely I like the, the president's kind of like talking at the beginning, um, and like that kind of like has an interesting play into the theme of I'm an American. Um, there's a really nice beat on this one. I mean, when we were listening to it, uh, you know, right before we were both were like right away, like nodding our heads to it. So I think that that's really cool. Um, I like it. People are basically acting a lot of the time on... Uh, based off of like the influence of society and like media and like all of that. So um, think about that before you punish people for acting the way that they do because um, people are often, some people, I guess, are often brought up on believing what the media tells us and kind of like brainwashed by the government and by society um, and how humanity has always been evil, particularly we're talking about American society here. Um I like some of the lines. Um, got the right to talk shit. Got the right to, to bear arms. I bring disease. I bring famine with some guns and some bombs. Got my four horse squad, my lightning rod. I'm in a beef with the devil, not a fight for God. I'm from the Highland clans. I'm on some stolen land, the crown jewel in the new world order plans. So um, this is Everlast. So it's kind of like saying these lines. And I thought that the, like they were all pretty unique and great um i mean there's kind of a lot going on there and i think that it's kind of interesting that like they're basically saying like we're you know kind of like you know i think he's you know he's talking about highland clans to me that's scotland um and he's now on stolen lands so i think that he's come to america and like this is like stolen lands we are taking it it's it's ours like you know what happened with the natives like you know like completely brings disease famines yep. guns bombs yep. this is how they raped the native american culture dry yep and like yeah the <clears throat> disease situation was pretty shitty um, so it's just like these people that just come and just take whatever they want and you know and now they're the best and that's it and that's kind of it so it's anyways the whole song is basically about the the fact that americans struggle um is basically kind of like what it comes down to and that they struggle with life and that they struggle with them being them and that it's you know everything's a struggle and it's very difficult but like it's kind of like they've kind of implemented themselves into this like situation and now they're stuck having to like continue with the struggle um so it's kind of interesting and sort of like pointed i guess like sort of like at society um and what we deem acceptable um i suppose um and i guess we also want to mention that be real from cypress hill is on here um his verse was 
nice. I mean, I didn't find anything in particular that stood out. Like, I thought he was fine, but it wasn't like mind blowing. Um, and I could definitely see how this would be appealing to Americans, especially you know people who you know are are struggling and who kind of are against the system and sort of like what's you know generally being uh, passed down from the top. So um, I thought it was interesting. So I gave it a 4.4 on 5. I mean, I think this song is, is incredible. Like, every verse just packs this punch that and everybody's commentating on American culture. So, like, slaying from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'm a product of America, youth psychotic from narcotics. So right away, our kids are fucked up over drugs. And if you think about it, the way that pharmaceutical companies and doctors overprescribe children with a bunch of medications, this isn't even some fucking anything other than the systemic shit. Born consumers and STDs, yeah, I got it. So everyone's here is born to buy and consume a bunch of bullshit and fuck un with a bunch of risky behaviors and, you know, like right away. And those, those two lines, he's already commented so much on what American culture really is in the bluntest of ways. A victim of a media machine, violence and lust, top to bottom and greedy in between. I'm a menace with big dreams and no morals to stop me from nothing. And you're just like, that is America. Bunch of violent, lust-filled media and greedy motherfuckers everywhere. Morals don't exist, get your dollars. Yo, man, like, the capitalist machine really don't give a fuck about people. It's all about profit margins and growing your company so like our heroes become heroes by stomping on others you know gotta get mine that's why when they caught me a gun police would put me in the cage that they could lock me in one these dudes would kill me out of jealousy they pop me a rum shit i'm bloodthirsty too we were raised on foul ways it's everything we watch and listen to nowadays it's basically kill or be killed the police will put you out there yeah. all the media is promoting this and it's just kind of like fucking just pushes it and i'm like bar for bar i think it's fucking incredible Land of the free, home of the brave, my world is a morgue. Like, what a crazy line. Like, America is full of death. It's just fucking terrible. And then <clears throat> he kind of, like, ends it up. He's like, I can't help it. This is how it was raised. And then that looping sample, I'm an American. Meanwhile, Ill Bill takes over, and he's like, my synergy is a conspiracy. I hit the scene like spinning guillotines. Villains creep through your village deep while idiots sleep. I'm awake, dominate, annihilate, violate, obliterate, incinerate, exterminate. I'm an American. Murder, hate, violence, and war. Tyrants galore. And again, it's commenting on the more violent and the more fucking invasive side of American culture. Whereas, you know, slain was more the media and the lustful side. We moved into a more aggressive shit. And it's just like powerful. And I feel like the, the two verses just work so, so very well together. And then I like how he kind of flows down like to the end. Like lavish taste was a trait of Alexander the Great. And I thought that was fascinating because it is comparing all of this American economic culture and, and all of this uh, desire to take from everyone else for the sake of yours to the colonial nature of somebody like an Alexander the Great, where sure, if you're Greek, it's dope, but for everyone else, it's pretty shitty. Um, and then it flows into like the chorus where you have Everlast being like, this singy shit underneath it that's kind of there and then ill bill being like i need a blow job and a pizza i'm an american <laughs> and it's like man you have like the beautiful sounding everlast like god sent shed his grace on thee and you know like all the more noble bullshit in your anthem mixed with the blunt like let's be real blow job and a pizza sounds pretty good just, just trying go. to say it 
And then Everlast comments straight up on like the fucking rotten nature of how America came to be. But I like the way he like ends that shit. Like, well, <clears throat> step up this way to the slaughter lamb calling the people in America just a bunch of fucking lambs waiting to be slaughtered yep. while everyone of freedoms got emancipated which is still happening people just fucking give up their freedoms all the time in America just a great example is airport security um, uh, while everyone of freedoms get emancipated you just sit on the net and you masturbate it it's kind of fair it's, it's what people do we got hoes we got thugs we got sets we got just we got laws we got all the right people to break them you know and you're like ooh fascinating that's what America is all this good violent dark shit gangs of different natures there are laws but everybody can break any law in America if you got the money but then I like when he goes we got blood we got oil we got land we can spoil we got bigger better guns yeah I know we can take them and then it's like oh we can go out there and take what we want and fuck around all over the world because we are the biggest um, yep, it's kind military of true. and to me I think Be Real's verse is one of the most powerful because he paints the picture of a young dude in the hood who basically gets caught up in this situation of like moving around America with your hoodie on trying to get through but it was really when he gets to the end when he's like he wants a piece of the pie to gleam in his eye American dream in his mind led him astray in his stride inside of his cell he put his whole family through hell broken apart breaking his mother's heart started in school when he was on a path to losing his mind whatever happened and no child gets left behind just another slogan I'm hoping you can comprehend I'm born to struggle I'm an American and it's like I found there was just a lot of power in the way he paints that picture. Just this ambient look at what it's like to be a child in the hood. Like from the beginning, you go to school, you're told no child gets left behind. But from the beginning, you're completely left behind. Yep. And all you're taught is how to go out there and get that money. And then we know that the only options available are probably not the most noble. And so I think this song lampoons and satirizes the concept of being an American based off of the reality they're presented with versus the fake fantasies presented. And I, I really think it's amazing, and I gave it a five on five. <laughs> anyway, the next song is called Brugeria, Brugeria. I can't fucking say it. It is one of three Sick Jackin features, which is cool. Bonnie was listening to Sick Jackin just earlier today because came to make you feel real good. Feel real good. That's that's that song. Yeah. Bonnie listened to it a lot. Giving love to the hood. Um, but why don't you tell us how you feel about Brugeria or how you fucking say it? Um, this one again is a very different sound to it. Um, it's like very, it's like super hype. Um, again, everyone's really great on here. Um, Slane's verse is super nice. Ill Bill is good. Like they're all tight. And like again, this is another one that like really keeps you guessing. Like that's for sure. Um, like Sick Jackin, it's like. I like some of it. Um, La vendi polo a los gueros es san loco, los cabrones. Again, I know no Spanish. Everything I know is from Sesame Street. Um, son los más cocodrilos del ghetto. What he say? And serio pedo con el clavo de yeyo gringo periquero con el chavo primero. What the fuck is he talking about? I thought it, I just thought that was funny. Like, <laughs> like, like it's just genuine. Um, like, just like the reactions of people when like Spanish is like thrown in. Um, it's just fun. Um, 
And the title word uh, of the song means witchcraft. So it's like they're um, kind of talking about like the darker side of things. And well, apparently also... it's a tribute to a band. Oh, okay. Like I was just... A band called Pluharia who hmm. were ridiculous and sang in Spanish. So this is like a tribute track. I don't know oh, if that's true. Oh, well, there true, you go. Because genius likes to lie sometimes. And I took it as, I'm like, well, some of these guys are from Boston, and Boston is in Massachusetts, and you know what else is in Massachusetts? Salem. So, like, that, that's where my mind went, that somehow Salem, Massachusetts influenced their, um, <laughs> influenced their life somehow, and they wanted to mention witchcraft. Um, so that's me, like a weirdo. Um, and I like some more of Slane's, um, lyrics. You're so fucking crazy. I'm freaking. Let's vanish. I don't even know if what he's speaking is Spanish. To be Puerto fair, Rican. that comes like right after the chorus. Yeah. Jamaican, Korean, or Haitian. We stick out like a sore thumb being Caucasian. And so I thought that that was kind of funny. And like, again, Slane has like a, like a little skit in the middle of this where he's just like, like hitting on this girl really hard and like wants to do coke with her and then like seems like he can get her a job and like I'm like is he trying to be a pimp like well, what's happening got, one girl she got fired from one strip club for being too fat so he said yeah, no, yeah, yeah. he's like oh you don't look too, too fat. fat to me you like coke show me your titties I can get you another job yeah 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 so it just sounded like he's just a guy, I guess. <laughs> so it's just fun. It just sounds like they're having like a fun time together. And I gave it a 4.4 on 5. I definitely think it has like a strong energy. Like, you know, Slane starts off the track. Uh, you know, don't, if you don't ain't no homes, then it might go down. The Coca Nostra, now you're in the psycho realm. Get it? Because Sick mm -hmm. Jack is there. Yep. FBI got files on a microfilm. We got kids on a dick like a Michael film. Oh, that's a wild line. Because mm. Michael had maybe kids. Anyway, uh, no Neverland Ranch. Oh, he doubled down. It was Michael Jackson. <laughs> or a running man jam. Just a hundred man camp. Go, gonna go, blam, blam, rubber running man. Anyway, it's fine. It comes in. It just feels like fun. Feels like it's bouncy and shit. Ill Bill comes in for the second part of his uh, for the second part of the verse and it's fine um they definitely like some cocaine up in there he's a little bit fucked up you know he spits flames spits fireballs wire jaws my mind stay hacked through firewalls it, that's a cool line because it's computer bars as in he's Nerds. hacking a firewall yeah and then everlast is obnoxious he's kind of rude he's like a little blunter the other guys seem kind of wild Everlast's like fuck that i wanted his bust nuts in the strippers mouths and shit you know i'm ready to go that's what i took from everlast so everybody's like it sounds like they're getting ready for a good time from what i could tell sick jackins whole chorus is like these crazy white boys fucking like cocaine and know what the fuck they're crazy that's basically what I got from this shit. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Slane has some shit, and then he starts tripping out, like, chill the fuck out, Slane, who's in the Lincoln? And then Ill Bill's like, you're coked out, and you're facing a booze that you're drinking. He's making you pinoy, confusing your thinking. Chill out in front of Everlast. You're just going to jinx him. So he's like, yo, like, it almost sounds like, fuck off, man. Don't embarrass us in front of Everlast over here. And then Everlast is like, I can hear you guys. I got some naked coke girls. Let's go bust nuts. You know what I'm saying? And then he goes and has that little skit. And then the song ends. And 
I feel like I shouldn't like it as much as I do, but it really is shit like, I think it's uh, Ill Bill or Slane in the background, like, what the fuck is he saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's picturing fucking wrecked and he's speaking to him in Spanish and he's fucking crazy white boys while he's yep. like, I don't understand. So to make sure he's not dissing me. <laughs> and I just thought the energy was really fun. It sounded like a good time. Like, they were just wrecked in the studio one day and this came out of it. I have it at 4.5. I thought it was dope. Yep. Well, let's check out Once Upon a Time. All right, Bonnie, how do you feel about Once Upon a Time? Um, I don't know. I just get, like, sucked into the beat on this one. Um, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, they basically don't give a fuck and are amazing rappers, and they will do whatever they want. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> they're tough. They're violent. They carry guns. People deceiving people. Uh, and just they're definitely not scared to pull out their guns and do what they got to do. Um, so for me, there's nothing really, like, wild about this one. It's just sort of like a hardcore sort of, like, of a song. Um, I like the beat. Um, I don't really have too much to say about it besides that. I give it a four on five. I mean, I look at this song like it would be what I would call, like, the middle middle ground of this album. Like, is it the most stellar standout track on it? Absolutely not. Does it represent what this album sounds like, Flash feels like pretty well? Yeah. 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 And would I say it's on the lower end? Well, there is not really a huge lower end to this album. Yeah. So, yes, only because it's not one of the five or so I think are next level. It's one of the ones I think are just simply exceptional. Like, this bit of a spoilers is is possibly one of the highest grades I've ended up giving to an album we reviewed because it really has it all. Like, the production on this track is different than any of the other ones we've heard yeah um the rappers remain consistent like everlast comes through again with that heavier political theming like i'm gonna take it back like uh to the old school like red dawn which is a pretty political movie right like i mean it's patrick swayze leads a football team to fight the communists or some bullshit like that like it's something stupid in it (laughs) or blow the fuck up like lebanon fair you ain't my first or my second, you my thousandth born, and I pull, put you on all that shit. You on the originator kid, look what you done did, snitch told the fib, sent fast to the crib. And it made me think there, like, Everlast really has been around from, like, the oldest of the old schools as far as he goes. Like, he was a hit in 93, all things considered. Yep. Um, and then somebody snitches, and it's not very good. Um, and he's gonna come through with his hard fucking rappers, but I just like the way he's like chilling on the corner of my b-boy stance with my gun in my pants and some blood on my hands, and it's just like his picture him there being like an old man from another time, keeping it down, kind of like when Eminem wears sweatpants today, and you're like, it looks like you're an old man keeping that old school vibe together. <laughs> but I can picture Everlast doing it too, and that's cool. Um, the chorus is like a good um thing it interpolates uh children's story by slick rick with that once upon a time thing but so it's once upon a time not too far in the past when people said what they meant live life faster was the young man who was misled by another motherfucker this is what he said and then i got confused right because the grammar on this felt fucking weird so we presented one scenario in the past where 
people were real, right? And there was a young guy who comes from this who was misled by another person. And this other person said, once upon a time, less recently, I had to walk around with the peace on me. There was a young man who was misled, so I put the gun to his head. This is what I said. And I'm like, which young man is putting the gun to which young man's head? And why did he repeat this part like that? And I'm not following it. So I'm going to move on. Ill Bill comes through with his verse. Dance with the devil, conquer the planet with God, swim with the sharks and transcend unbearable odds, wrestle alligators, man eaters, snakes and gorillas, I catch a bullet in my teeth and spit it back to you, killer. You know, I gotta give him, like, props. Saying you fuck with animals, like you'll fight these animals, is actually more badass sounding than saying you'll shoot men with big guns. That's saying true. you'll wrestle an alligator and win is just more impressive to me. True. But then to follow that up with, I painted cathedrals with Michelangelo, decorated the face of a nasty old at a camcorder rolls. That's a cool set of imagery. So with his words, on the one hand, he's creating these landscapes. And with his dick, he's creating Michelangelo on her face while it's being recorded creating porn. Wow. Another form of beautiful art. So fuck, beautiful. It's amazing. You're looking at me like, <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? That's true. It's what it fucking is. And I really dislike his verse. I really, I think Ill Bill kills it again, does what he's got to do. Slain now comes through with the third verse. Um, and... I don't know if there's anything as like I get as much commentary on, but it's still enjoyable. We rearrange your teeth, leave your cheeks, maim with scars. Come on, man, you know the grind. Your grind ain't the same as ours. The only time you held nines was in a game of cards because they got real guns. You're playing go fish. Yep. And your crew is full of fags like a gang of Oz because Oz is a prison show mm -hmm. where, man, that rape scene in Oz, it, I don't... You watched a man get raped by another man and you're just left with this uncomfortable sense of violation and rape. It was one of the more honest rape scenes in TV history. Hmm. Okay. A role with strictly underdogs who overcame the odds, pushes villains, rap legends, hookers, killers. This, you know, So you get the sense of this griminess, this intensity. These guys are not afraid to grab at like tangible and hard-hitting imagery to get their point across and they, they do what they got to do they bang this track out i'm giving it a 4.5 i think it's another fantastic one it's consistent for the album and it brings to the table pretty much everything i would want from them all things considered yeah and with that i think uh you gave your grade and yeah. stuff so uh, we're gonna cut it for part one because there's still like the whole second half of this album to go through and talk about Rather than rush it and make too long of a video nobody wants to click on, we yeah. split it up and make it like this. So definitely let us know what you think of the, the review so far, what your feelings are on the first half of this album, uh, what you think of that Coco Nostra in general. I'd love to have a conversation with you down in the comment section. Um, subscribe to the channel for part two and more reviews. Hit that like button if you're down for that. And uh, special thanks to the Pitchens, Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Prada, Jonathan Barnes, CJ Black, Hurricane, Linda Williams, Coney Sparks, and Scribble, who requested this review, Scribble. So, um, yeah, if you want to join us over there, you can get album reviews uh, on a more priority level. Um, you can help us elevate because we have some expensive ideas in the near future. I also make music myself. You can check that out on this channel. My last project is holding Stefan Roy, The Alternative Grind. It's available on all your platforms, and you can check stuff on this channel. And yeah, looking forward to hearing what you think of everything. And on that note, live long and prosper, everyone. Bye, guys.